Welcome to the Inside Muskegon podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 32. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Orville Crane, commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Orville Crane with Clever Cutter. I'm here with Orville Crane, the owner of Clever Cutter. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, thank you, Jason. I really appreciate you inviting me here, and I'd like to say that I am a huge fan of your podcast, that I've listened to almost all of them, and that it really gives me an opportunity to read people of a community better. It's a whole different media perspective, and I enjoy every one of those, and I hope that the people that hear these continue to pass the word out there and, uh, and that the podcast continue to be a positive thing in our community. Well, thanks. I really appreciate that. And I remember back in the day, the first few podcasts that I did, you were one of the very first people that uh, gave me any feedback. And I've always appreciated the insight that you've given on the podcast. And when we see each other around, we've kind of become friends in the the business community. And it really just kind of makes me happy that we can sit down today and talk a little bit more about your business and what you do, because I think that very important to Muskegon. So why don't we start out talking a little bit about your background? Sure, Jason. I I, uh, I graduated Western Michigan University a lot of years ago, and uh, then I managed a, a, a supermarket here in town, uh, an Eberhard food store. I bought my own party store, then I built the car wash, and I started in the real estate business. I had a vending machine business. I've just been in the business community since uh, since I graduated from high, from college, and uh, been on my own. I haven't had a paycheck since 1976, Jason, to give you an idea. So always in the business world, business community, doing different things. But real estate, I built new homes in the community, lots of things. Let's talk a little bit about Clever Cutter. What is a Clever Cutter? Clever Cutter is a box utility opening tool that uh, will not cut the person using it and, it, and it significantly reduces the damage to the product inside the box. So it's uh, it's a utility tool that works as an open blade cutter but saves injuries. Well, I've got one of them right here in my hand, and if we were doing a video podcast, it'd probably be a little bit more uh, productive to show it. But I'll put some links up on the website in the show notes. And uh, the first time we ran in, we ran into each other, I got my hands on one of these, and I mean, this is just the coolest little device. Um, for doing exactly what you're saying, opening boxes and doing things like that. Now we have a bunch of them here around the office. Uh, talk about some of the benefits, the safety benefits, and especially around 9-11 when you got uh, really ramped up with this business with the Clever Cutter. Well, Jason, the the original idea for the Clever Cutter was from my business partner. His name is Jeff Kempker. And Jeff is the Walgreen manager right here in Muskegon on Apple Avenue. He's a friend of mine, and he is a, he is a really sharp guy, very creative guy. He has lots and lots of ideas. And he didn't quite get into what, what do I do next kind of aspect of the thing. So he came to me, and, uh, and, and we've been working on this together along with our other partner, who is Matt Jacobs with Advanced Molding Solutions. He makes them right here locally in West Michigan and Grand Haven. 
Excellent. Well, um, when you first started out, I, I was just checking out some of the, the press clippings on your website. Talk about how this device was used right after the terrorist attacks in New York City and in Washington and over Pennsylvania. Um, what was the big, the big kind of catch or selling feature with the Clever Cutter around then? Well, it's my understanding that those terrorists held box cutters to the throats of the, some of the people on the airplanes. I, and I'm not certain that that's true, but that's at least that's been reported. And at that time, I know my partner Jeff Kemker said that he, after all the cuts that he's had and working in retail industry and seeing other people have lots of cuts, open open blades cut people, lacerations, and it's a sad thing. And then when they were used as a weapon on the airplanes – he said it, it, it really dawned on him that there ought to be a better way to open a package than, some, than using an open blade that's dangerous. So hence the Clever Cutter was born. All right, let's talk a little bit about you're, you're a businessman. You're involved in the community here in Muskegon. You've had a long history. I like how you said you haven't had a paycheck for uh, since the 70s. It's, that's kind of the way. I never really looked at it. I always, I've always said I haven't had a real job since... 1998 but i like that i've never had a paycheck since however long ago uh you know now and probably going back further you're you're an inventor so do you have any other inventions on the horizons or any other ideas or is it too early to tell on things like that yes jason actually i have a i have seven ideas that i'm working on but i but but i I could tell you but then i'd have to kill you (laughs) well we don't want to do that no well, let's let's talk a little bit about that uh, along the subject of innovation and innovation, particularly in Muskegon. Uh, what do you see as Muskegon's role in innovation and people here who are coming up with inventions, just like the Clever Cutter? Well, Muskegon is a is a wonderful community. I am a huge Muskegon supporter, and Muskegon has is just loaded and full of creative people with good ideas. And when I first noticed that, I actually put a class together and teach a class at Muskegon Community College called Should You Patent Your Creative Idea? And we've taught that several times now, and they continue to ask us to come back because we have information that helps people to, to bring these ideas out. But through that class and through my discussions with other people, I find out that, um, that there are lots of good ideas here, and people don't know what to do with them. So we are trying to help people to get these ideas to the marketplace. Now, what recommendations would you have for someone who had an, an idea like yours on how to bring that to market? Maybe what are some tips that they could apply, and then also some things that they should look out for, some of the pitfalls? Well, the uh, I suggest there's a, a new group that we've started in Muskegon called the Muskegon Inventors Network. And please, we'll give you the information on how to contact us. But if, if you come to those meetings, we will be able to tell you the steps that everybody should take. And the first one is not to go see an attorney because the, their job is to get you a patent. And so you're going to pay the money and get a patent, but you may never sell it in the end. So there are lots of reasons why we'll tell you what steps to take prior to going to see that attorney. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things, and I see it a lot with my business. Uh, when people start out and they're, they're very passionate about their idea or in your case, an invention. But the question you have to ask yourself first and foremost is, will it sell? Exactly. 
Exactly. One of my favorite books is, is – uh, that's the title of one of my favorite books called Will It Sell? It's by James White, who the author has become a friend of mine, and he is actually president of the Flint Inventors Network. And, uh, and uh, exactly, that book helps people to answer the question, will it sell, prior to spending a lot of money. All you have to do is buy the book and, and then make, it a, make an honest judgment about whether you want to go on with your project or not. Let's talk a little bit about doing business in Muskegon. You've made the choice to keep your business here in West Michigan and in Muskegon. Uh, obviously, that must be working out for you. What are some of the the positive things about doing business in Muskegon and uh, some challenges? Well, Jason, the, the positive about doing business in Muskegon, to be a part of Muskegon's business environment, to be part of the Chamber of Commerce, it's all it's a community of like-minded people that really care, and it's a nice feeling to be here and to work here, and to think that you could go out in the world or begin to source product in China, certainly we could do that. I have done that in the past, but Muskegon is the place that I live, and that's where I want my business and, and where I want to be able to be active in the community. It's, a, it's a, just a wonderful place to be and a wonderful place to grow a business. I wouldn't think about going to the outside. What does Muskegon have to do to attract more businesses? Well, J- Jason, I've been kind of watching that. I've been watching Muskegon, uh, an active member in the chamber, and and uh, I'd like you to know that I believe Muskegon is doing a great job right now. My answer to that would probably be just more of the same. I think Jim Edmondson and his and, and his part, his cohorts in in areas of business development in the community are are doing an outstanding job. I see. Business growth here. I see lots of good things happening about Muskegon all the time in terms of employment numbers and and job growth and and a, a nice area to live and be in. And again, as I have stated, I'm a huge Muskegon supporter, and and this is a wonderful place and a wonderful business community to be. All right. Well, Muskegon is not just when we're talking about doing business in Muskegon. You're not just doing business in Muskegon. None of us are. We're all competing now in a global economy. And we kind of touched on that in a previous question is some of the challenges for a community like Muskegon and a business like yourself uh, in this new global economy and flat world. What advice would you give to businesses to compete and succeed in the global economy? Hard work, get education, Understand the, understand the global economy. I believe The World is Flat by Thomas Friedman is an excellent book to help you understand what this global economy is all about and that in the end, it, uh, the, the basic principles of business are, are, are solid. They've been that way forever. And if you live in Muskegon or, or, or live in China, by hard work and, and using the basic business principles that have made other people successful, it'll work for you too. Well, I would certainly echo those sentiments, and I would, I'd even take it a step further because I think you're maybe being a little bit too humble, like with Clever Cutter and some of the innovations that you have in the works. Um, one of the things that businesses really need to do is exactly what you're doing to succeed is you need to be unique and you need to differentiate yourself and come up with an idea. You know, there there are. There's, there is a saying, you know, that there are no original inventions, but this is the Clever Cutter. It's an innovative product, and businesses in Muskegon that are succeeding and prospering in this global economy, you need to innovate yourself. You need to differentiate yourself and do something. There's Whether you're China, India, United States, Muskegon, Detroit, wherever, um, ideas are something that are the currency of this new global economy. Yes, Jason, and, and uh, as with Muskegon Inventor Network, we try to help people do that. We can learn from the things that we've learned by marketing the Clever Cutter and having that be a successful 
manufactured item in West Michigan. We learn from those things and then are ready to take that and help other people through the Muskegon Inventors Network so, um, so we can pass on some of the things that we've learned. What about the future of Clever Cutter? Any, any big deals on the horizon? Are there ways that people can you know, pick up the Clever Cutter besides your website? How do they actually get a hold of your products? Well, it's a, the marketing of the Clever Cutter has been a, is certainly not an exact science, and it's been a challenge for us. We have found that what's worked successfully for us is to find the niche companies, that the companies in the middle of the end user and Clever Cutter ourself, so that we're a manufacturer. We sell to somebody like the Garvey Corporation, which now sells 11 million box cutters a year, and they intend to make this one of their lead items. So um, they're, they're saying some pretty great things about it. They're really excited about it. And another company that is kind of in between the end user and Clever Cutter is San Jamar, S-A-N, capital J-A-M-A-R, and they are worldwide. They have a presence in every country in Europe, and they are excited about the Clever Cutter and getting it out there in the world for us. So we're actually dealing with those kind of people. It was very difficult for us to go to local business people or or uh, national chains and get them to buy this thing. We find that we have to get in the, in that middle, in a distributor network, and get those middle ranger level people to, to be the ones that market the product. Well, that's great advice for distributing a product in your type of industry and in manufacturing. What do you see as the future of business in Muskegon? You kind of have your finger on the pulse, and we see each other around chamber events, things with Muskegon Area First, and uh, different things going on in the community. It's you know it is a pretty exciting time for Muskegon. There's lots of good news that's been coming out of here with business and manufacturing, with all the job loss in Michigan in those areas. Muskegon is actually adding jobs. Um, where do you think Muskegon goes from here? Jason, I think you know how I feel, and I believe Muskegon goes straight up. I am just so excited with this community, at, and, and, and I, I'm glad that I had the opportunity here to tell you that I see dozens and dozens of people in this community that are selflessly giving up their time without any, any actual financial remuneration, and in fact, out there just working hard every day, helping Muskegon be a better place to be. And I, I think those are all the heroes of Muskegon, and that they ought to be recognized from Gary Post to Chris Kelly to Bob Skolnick and, and just lots of people at the chamber who work so hard for all of us to have a better community and a better business environment to be involved with. All right, I'm going to move on to the final question now. You have one minute alone with a person who has never used a Clever Cutter. Make your pitch to get them to use your product. Well, one of the biggest issues we have with uh, with box cutters or, or op- package opening tools is the open blade and the fact that there are lacerations and serious injury, not just to the person using it, but the product inside. And in fact, the Clever Cutter is a box patch- package opening utility tool that will not cut you under any circumstances, and it significantly reduces the, the damage to the p- contents of any box. And uh, it also has hundreds of household uses. And it's made right here in West Michigan. So it's the product that you need. Well, by the way, a footnote to that is that my partner has a six-year-old child who uses the Clever Cutter all the time and never cuts herself. Well, thank you very much, Orville. Really enjoyed it and appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. Thank you, Jason. It's a pleasure being here. Continue with the podcast. Innovation is defined as the creation of a new device or process and the act of starting something for the first time. 
In a recent article on the Muskegon Area First website, they report Muskegon leads all Michigan cities in innovation from a think tank's ranking of the nation's best performing cities, which is based on jobs, wages, and high-tech sector growth. Muskegon has stabilized and diversified its economy to the point that it is posting modest job gains over the last five years. At the same time, Michigan has been racked by auto-related job cuts with more expected in coming months. Major employers in the Muskegon area, it's well documented, like SAPI, Dana Corporation, and Brunswick, have reduced employment in Muskegon in the past year. However, companies that are innovating and embracing innovation have been hiring in the past years, and they include L3 Communications, Howmet, and Johnson Technology, just to name a few of the leading job gainers. For the complete article, visit muskegonareafirst.org. Muskegon is also very fortunate to have innovators like Orville Crane in the community. The inventor guy, as he's becoming known as, Orville has brought an innovative product in the Clever Cutter to market, and as he said in the interview, he has more products on the way. What I find even more impressive than the Clever Cutter is the fact that he has a company headquartered here in the Muskegon area and has continued to keep that product manufactured right here in West Michigan. So for more information on Clever Cutter, visit clevercutter.com. That is K-L-E-V-E-R-K-U-T-T-E-R.com. Or to buy online, check out safecutters.com. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. There have been a lot of great comments posted to the website at InsideMuskegon.com. I'm going to share a few of those right now. The first one was posted after the interview with Kathy Brubaker-Clark with the City of Muskegon in podcast number 28, and they say, very energizing podcast. It's exciting and comforting to see the energy and effort being invested into downtown progress and to hear about Muskegon's head-turning ability on the national level. Muskegon is blessed to have such hardworking entrepreneurs, business owners, and officials helping make an already wonderful city an even more attractive choice to live, work, and play in. The next comment was after Inside Muskegon number 29 with Sarah Rooks from The Watermark. They said, Jason, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. What a great way to learn about Muskegon. Also, hats off to A&M Group for being a pioneer in downtown Muskegon residential living. Watermark lofts with their Ren Zone tax-free living and attractive layouts make for a very impressive anchor to downtown Muskegon. And the last comment I want to share was posted after episode number 30 with Joe Austin from Summer Celebration. And I'm quoting here, and I would echo these sentiments, Joe Austin, you rock. I believe this man has done a great service for our community, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. As a local, I go to many concerts every year. Last year, I went to five. The Summer Celebration is helping to showcase Muskegon as a cool city it is becoming. They go on to say, Jason, congratulations on number 30. Thank you for all your effort, and go Muskegon. Well, I appreciate those comments, and there were several other comments posted to InsideMuskegon.com. That's probably the best place to go for the latest feedback. You can visit InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message, and we'll play some of those voicemail messages in an upcoming episode. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 32 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. 
Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at jason at insidemuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon.